talking sports. That's right. Welcome back. As always, we got crossbones who could bench press, curl, deadlift an entire mountain with just his arms. Wait for it. Allegedly. Allegedly. Have that on a t shirt. God, we will. <laughs> Merchandise sell. Yeah. And I am Blake Barretta. Yeah, that's a good one. And I am Blake Barretta. I prefer pancakes over waffles sometimes. Oh, that's a, that is an interesting choice. That is right. And I do prefer a little maple syrup on there. Maple. No, uh, no honey. Have you ever had honey on your pancakes? I did not. I not. I did not have this thing. What is this you speak of? I ran out of syrup one time, so I had to use honey, and it wasn't that bad. Really? Ah. Why don't you mix the two? This is something I must try now. <laughs> they, they're very similar. The similar in texture and flavor. Yeah, if you put enough on there, you can't even tell the difference. I'm totally going to try this. But knowing me, I will mix this, mix them all together <laughs> on a cheat day. On soak, a cheat day, you, you got to soak them. You got to soak them in the in the honey. And if you soak them, it's the same thing. Just like how the Rock do his French toast. <laughs> <laughs> he, he lathers. He lathers that French toast with uh, with syrup. That's right. It's not French. It's pure sugar, guys. It's just pure sugar after that. <laughs> pure sugar candy. <laughs> Oh my god! No. And what, what a, we going? So what did you? Yeah, what did you? Uh, what did you think of the uh, war games? War games, I loved it. War games was amazing. The women's, I have to say, stole the show. Though I have to go. With yeah, I'm not just saying that because I'm in love with Dakota Kai, but I'm just saying that that's just a great match. Yeah, Dakota did a really good job. I thought she uh, she had she pretty much. Oh, the part where she got turned into a weapon was probably the. The highlight of the match for me. I just think I think yeah, like even like this is not like me being like a crush guy, but she kind of like like she was the VIP of that match to me because she started and she finished it. Yes, she did. Now, the, most people who I mean, War Games is not something that is is one of the big four, so a lot of people. So it is like one person starts out, or what's what's the kind of the way that it happens. The sequences of events that in, that lead to war games. So basically, it's a two ring, a giant cage, or it. I think it's five teams uh, locked in the cage with two of their teammates in the in the what is it? The main cage, the main ring. Mm-hmm. And I think that's you got three minutes. I think before the, the op- opponent's team comes in and starts wailing on you. But the match doesn't start until everybody's in the ring. Isn't that crazy? That is a that is those are some interesting rules. It is, because by the time everybody's in the ring, you're exhausted and beat up. If you're the first person or second person in there, third, you'd be like, okay, I have to go another 20 or 30 minutes. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and give the spot of the night to, uh, what is her name? Uh, where she put a trash can over her body. And oh, so Shirai. Yes, Hila Shirai. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was amazing. I was like, man, I'm, even, I'm like, you can't see where you're going when you do that stuff. That is a ultimate test of faith, and trust, and that's the ultimate trust fall. <laughs> and it it looked, you know, like we always say with the, uh, with wrestling, what makes you come back or what keeps you interested is seeing things you've never seen before. That's right. And I've never seen a trash can used like that in a spot like that. I did not either. I was like, I was like, this is new and innovative because she disappeared for a couple minutes, and all of a sudden you see a top of the cage with a trash can over her head. I was like, oh, 
this is going to be painful for the opponent and probably her too. I think we need to go to more two ring matches. I do, but you, you don't want to overkill it. You got to be a yeah. special occasion. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Yeah, in more games is hopefully they keep that in the rotation and they have it every year uh, for the foreseeable future. Oh, they did. War games is going to happen every year. Like this time next year, they always do it every time this month. So Gonzalez wins the War Games match. That is. She was the last one standing, like, well, barely standing. (laughs) And, like, in the match, and won it for the team. And we got an injury update. Turns out um, Johnny's wife, yes, may have broken her arm. Doesn't know how bad that is right now, how bad of a break it is. It did look like uh, when she went down that it was not scripted as part of the match and that it looked like she was seriously hurt. Yeah, because when uh, – uh, what's her name? Uh, yeah, what's that girl, colorful hair girl name? Um, Chauncey Blackheart was jumping off the ladder onto the chair of her. She got her arm caught in the chair, and she didn't get it out in time. And mm. there it goes. <laughs> Chauncey also got a new tank. Yeah, she did. She got a new tank, a new upgraded version with, with Nerf missiles. Yeah, they, they, they went out and they're spending some money on that uh, on the props. Their props department is getting getting a major upgrade because you got Drew a sword. That's right. You've always had New Day with pancakes and cereal and all types of stuff they can throw in the audience. That is right. You've got the cups falling for the street. Technically, you got that at Kroger, but okay. <laughs> yeah. And you have a new tank for Shotzi. That is right. They make him end with Nerf guns, Nerf air sword missiles. That's a sponsorship right there. Yeah. So that was that was that was one. I I don't know if you want to say that's the match of the night. I would not argue against that. I think that was a fantastic match. It is, and the guys didn't do bad either. And I'm freaking impressed by Pat McAfee taking those beating, suplexing, coming off the top of the cage, moonsaulting. I'm impressed by that. How about Pat McAfee? <laughs> Who knew? Who knew that he was this good at wrestling? That's right. People gave him crap for being a punter, but he could actually do stuff. Yeah, he is. Uh, I, I was going to say his, his, the way that there, I mean, people would say that he's maybe like a natural. I mean, he's a good athlete, but not it doesn't always transfer over. But his ability so far and what he's been able to do have transferred over. And he, I saw it with the moonsault. Yeah. At the beginning. Like, he, he has the tendency, like, he's an athlete, and with athletes, like, you know, it's hard to transition over wrestling a lot, but he's a good listener, too, because during that match, too, they relay stuff to him, and now you know they practice that, but still, he's able to listen and comprehend what's going on. Undisputed Era was, they brought it. Oh, yeah. They brought their A game and freaking, did you see Kyle O'Reilly getting a hit by, what's that called, um, a cricket bat on the back? A cricket. A cricket bat. Those things hurt than ba- more than baseball bats. I can see that. There's a lot more, a little bit more surface area Uh-oh. on a cricket bat. Because all you heard was, he took that hit. It was, all you heard was a big gunshot going off on his back. <laughs> I prefer so, a bat. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so, and then the Undisputed Era comes out victorious. Yes. And they had some twists and turns, though. It looks like Pat was about to, he kicked out of the finisher. Oh, Adam. Yeah. I mean, we thought it was like, oh, Pat's going to go over. <laughs> well, guess not. Another twist. 
So, I don't know uh, what Pat's plans are. I mean, he has to come back in some capacity and do something and keep building this because this is something they could have at Wrestle. Like, he, he could he – could, they have people less qualified than him in WrestleMania matches. Oh, yeah. Big-time big WrestleMania matches. Yeah, because they have people like random people who said, like, oh, I play golf. I could be a wrestler. But it's like, come on, someone like Pat who could actually do something. He could, he's a, he could be a main player. Even CM Punk said pull, it. They pulled Nicholas out of the stands and had him win the tag team championship oh, with Braun Strowman a couple years ago. I, so, I tried to burn that out of my mind. <laughs> Nicholas is a one-time tag team champ. Whatever Nicholas is doing these days, I, I have no probably idea. Probably still in elementary school. <laughs> yeah, probably still in – yeah, definitely still in school in, in some form. No. But you have – but, yeah, Pat can definitely do something. I don't know. I mean, you can get him in there with somebody uh, – I don't know, down the road. We'll, we'll find some place for that. Oh, yeah. I think um, he wants to go home and lay down now after that match. <laughs> the North American Championship. Oh yes, with um Johnny Gungano and uh, uh Leon Leon Huff. Leon Huff and uh damn what's this guy's name? Damien Priest. Yes, uh Damien Priest. That's I was gonna call him by his musician name, but we go by Damien Priest. Damien Priest. <laughs> uh that was a <laughs> that was an interesting match in the way that uh so it kinda is always leading to Huff. Um <laughs> Priest not wanting to hurt Huff at the beginning. Be like, look, man, I'm not here to fight you. Let's, let's get through this match. Let me get this belt, and then we'll we'll go from there. We'll figure something out. Exactly. So it's like, hey, you know, it's like I don't want to hurt you, little fella. You know, you, me and you are cool, but you're going to get in my way. I'm going to have to put you down, which he did. He put him through a freaking plexiglass mirror, and then he felt bad about it. He was like, oh, crap, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do this. I really hurt him. <laughs> yeah. That – Mirror, or that mirror. I mean, that shot was pretty brutal. Oh yeah, that plexiglass mirror. Those things, like, you should be able to go through those, and if that thing breaks, that will cut you up. Yeah, yeah. So he was taken off to the back mm-hmm. uh, before he heroically returns. That's right. Here, out of nowhere, he's trying to reclaim his fame. He's like, I'm taking you out, you jerk! And he slapped him in the face and went after him, even though he got beaten up again. <laughs> But that is not the story. So you have a whole bunch of people in the scream mask. That's right. Ghostface. Ghostface run down to the ring and start attacking Damian Priest. Eh. I know. I was first I was I saw Ghostface and I was like, oh crap, someone's about to get murdered right now. This has got so much suspense now. I was like, yeah. I was like, Damian, look out, he's going to murder you. It was a perfect setup for some uh, for some stabbing action. Exactly. They all said more goals. I was like, it's the cast of Scream. They're taking over NXT. <laughs> I, I, I was like, I was like, did Retribution change up their their style here? I know. I was like, that's gimmick. And friends, you're gonna owe what? I don't know who Scream's owned by, uh, but they're gonna owe them money for that. <laughs> yeah. So the the. Okay, so they all go down there. Damian Priest fights him off. Keeps fighting him off. Keeps fighting him off. And then one guy comes down there and waylays him with the pipe. Yeah, waylays. It's so funny. When I was looking at that and they were tagging him, I was like, oh, God, it's the putties. <laughs> but you didn't get that Power Ranger reference. I know Austin was. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, here we go. Speaking of Austin, we were dead, yeah. there one guy who decided to with the pipe, he took the mask off. It was Austin Theory. Austin Theory has returned. That's right. After NXT. That's right. He 
paid his um what's the word um dues in the situation he was in and they brought him back yeah so now he is uh he is back on in nxt in some capacity as a probably like a henchman out of, yeah henchman to johnny gorgano that is right that's perfect. Give John, give Austin something to do instead of having to get beat all the time. <laughs> yeah, because the last time I think we saw him, he was losing to Bronson Reed. Yeah, I, he was paying his you know dues for that some inc- for a certain incident. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but it's good. Okay. It's good to have him back. Good to have him back. He's bounced around. He was on the main roster for a little bit. Got kicked down. Was in NXT. Um, he was on the rise. He was having matches with uh, Cianc- uh, Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah, Tommaso. Nothing happened, but now he's back. Yeah, I like Austin Theory. He's not one of those guys who came to NXT. He was like, oh my my somebody my fan was in the business. Or I was a pro athlete. I could get in here. He paid his dues, traveled places, and made it to NXT. That's why I like Austin Theory. Yeah, yeah. So it's good. It's uh, we're looking forward to having him do some stuff down the line. Now, that was right. um, yeah, so overall, I thought it was a great show. I thought it was well done, and you forgot one match. match. Uh, I forgot that I'm gonna mess up their name, uh, Dexter Loomis and the Country Boy. Ah, uh, the strap <laughs> match, yes, the strap match they had, Dexter Loomis and the Country Boy, which was extremely funny. That match <laughs> just, just felt painful. Oh, yes. And freaking, he had to take that whipping from from, from Dexter. Yeah. And Dexter's a big guy. Yeah, Dexter is a big guy. And that is a lot of, uh, <laughs> those are a lot of hits. Oh, yeah. And he broke a plexiglass by throwing the country guy into it. Mm-hmm. I always forget his name. I'm, I'm sorry, but I go call country boy. <laughs> he kind of reminds me of Country Strong from uh, from Titan Games. That's right. With a little less, with uh, Country Strong, a little less hair. And uh, NXT country guys a little leaner yeah. with more hair. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that was a that was a great match too. But Dexter Loomis, what do you what do you see coming from him for the future? Uh, I can see an NXT title run in his future because he's freaking awesome. Yeah. His character is brilliant, being that psycho, crazy, mythical serial killer gimmick. <laughs> that that crazy gimmick, I think, is Vince's favorite. Oh yeah. Well, Vince doesn't. I don't know. If Vince sees it. Vince doesn't watch much NXT. I don't no, think so. If he wants to get up to the main roster, he needs to stay crazy. Oh yeah, that works. He. I know he plays it off from that show a little bit. Kinda, <laughs> but like he, he looks like an '80s police officer. He does look like '80s police with the mustache, the beard. I mean, the, the, the mustache and the blonde yeah, hair. The buzz cut. Yeah, the motorcycle cop from Chips. <laughs> He could be was this punch and the John, other guy. He could punch, have been the other guy, punch, John. Punch. Right? punch and John. He could have been the other yeah. guy. Oh, I could be my NXT debut. I could be punch and me. could do a gimmick where he's he a John. To, uh, yeah, he definitely, he definitely, he could be the new big boss man. That's right. It's so funny. I don't know if this is in it, but it does look like a 1980s adult film star. Too. Yeah, that is also true. <laughs> that is also true. <laughs> <laughs> there were just speaking of that. I was gonna say everybody in the eighties had a mustache. Oh yeah, that was the thing. That's right. that's that's the new style. The Burt Reynolds mustache. Burt Reynolds, Tom Selleck. Uh, who's another guy? I was gonna say the only person who didn't. Oh, uh, okay. So Michael Knight had an evil twin named Garth Knight who had a mustache. 
Oh, okay. I did not know that. Garth that had the mustache, but the mustache was big in the eighties. So he, he's trying to he's trying to bring that back. Uh, I had a mustache when I was in was it fifth grade, sixth grade? You were rocking a mustache in sixth grade. Yeah, I didn't know I had one. You started growing, and everybody points like you got like a mustache. I'm like, man, I look like a freaking motorcycle cop in sixth grade. Oh, we also forgot another match. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa had a oh. match. Oh yes, Tommaso Ciampa, which is I'm gonna mess this guy name. Simon Gotch, I think is that Simon Gotch? Oh, something Gotch, something. He's uh, something like that. Some technical guy. <laughs> He's a hard hitter. Hard hitter. <laughs> that that match was very hard hitting. Oh yeah, they're, they're both stiff guys. <laughs> they what? like to break it. There was some. There was some ear blood. That's right. He need Tommaso need him right in the ear, busted his ear open. Yeah, yeah. That's there's not a lot of blood in general on WWE anymore. <laughs> I think that's an in, that's more of like an NXT thing. They can still do it because uh, Triple H is a fan of that. But yeah, no. So that was a little bit out of the ordinary. But it was it was a pretty cool match. Oh yeah, it was an accidental cut. Accidentally, he cut his ear too. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I would hope so. That, that that would be some. That would be a measure, a, a level that I don't think I would. It was like, yeah, we're gonna go out there. I want your ear to bleed. That's what I want. I want ear blood. Oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna kick you as hard as I can in the ear, and you're gonna bleed. Oh, yeah, I may lose my hearing. <laughs> so we also have our, our next uh, um, NXT pay-per-view, which is New Year's something. New Year's Evil. Evil. New Year's Evil. Okay, so we That's have – W pay-per-view. We're going to have a, a good build-up for that. Um, Gonzalez is going to get a championship match, it looks mm-hmm. like. That's um, right. We'll see where the Undisputed Era goes. Finn Balor did not defend his title. I know. I don't know what they're going to do with him. We'll wait for that, that big guy to return because he's coming back. Karrion Cross. Yes, he is coming back. Yeah. And there's another thing. At the end of Speed Era, they suffer lacerations during their match too. Yeah, it was very painful. Those yes. matches, the, yeah, any time there's a match like that where there's two rings and between the rings there's just steel and there's metal all over the place that's sharp, you're going to get beat up. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine the, the hospital waiting room after that? <laughs> that, that? WWE, they should have private. They should have, like, a whole thing of, like, private doctors on staff. Like, ten of them. Uh, they probably do, but they probably, like, some of them need to go straight to the hospital. To the ER. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're yeah. Probably, that's probably true. <laughs> how bad it is. Depending on how bad it is. <laughs> All right. So, that is our wrap-up on NXT. That is right. Then it was on to, we got some, what, we didn't do Monday Night Raw yet. We got Monday Night Raw now. Monday Night Raw. That is right. Monday Night Raw, as they kicked off with a Pat Patterson tribute, which they should. Yeah. We got some more Pat Patterson and just acknowledging his contributions to the wrestling world. That is right. He done it all the best in the comedy champion there ever was. We shared, we, shared, we shared stories of that at wrestling practice. Nick and we didn't, I don't know if we told Jody yet because those two were close friends and we didn't want to tell them too much. Right, right. Yeah, yeah it was a good tribute to him. Pat so, did you – like I didn't know – like you were telling me the, uh, the our previous podcast that he was the one who helped find The Rock. Oh, he was. He was the one who helped discover them. Yeah, which <laughs> – Ways to the WWE landscape would be completely different had that not happened. Yep, because I remember like Pat has the interview where the Rock called him and said, "Hey, this is Dwayne Johnson." He's like, "Who's Dwayne Johnson? Like, it's been so long." You know, Rocky Johnson's son is like, "Oh, okay, come on down." 
That's how they knew. We, that's how we made the phone call them. Uh, yeah, no, that is, that is wild. That is wild. And R.I.P. to Pat Patterson. Exactly. Then after then we move on, because Randy Orton came out to cut a promo on the Fiend. Yeah, this uh, this Randy Orton Fiend thing is uh, is getting ramped up a little bit now. Uh, Cool about this, and this is something that I wish they did more, exploring Bray Wyatt's multiple personalities. That is right, because we we got him. Like, we got the Firehouse, Funhouse, the Fiend, uh, and the, the Swamp Bray Wyatt. We still didn't see much of him once in a while. He'll pop up, but they haven't seen him recently. Yeah. So, I was going to say, most listeners or, or most people who are not familiar with the previous era, there is a character very similar to this called... Mick Foley. Yes, there is. Mick Foley, Cactus Jack, Do Love, and Mankind. Yeah, so, which I always thought was pretty cool because you never knew which one you were going to get, and they did have different styles and different personalities. Also, the same thing with Bray Wyatt. But the thing that they, that Mankind, Mick Foley, Cactus Jack did, they were all, you, you just didn't know. This has pretty much been, we get the Fiend most of the time in the ring. Yeah. And then we get then we get Firefly on the promo. Yep, because the fiend doesn't talk; he's just there to wreak havoc. Yeah, but this night was different. Yes, it was. We got the we got uh, Bray Wyatt, the regular Bray Wyatt, who is kind of beatable because he doesn't have full superpowers in this form. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's the, and that's the thing we have to. There's there's a there's kind of like a like a power hierarchy. Of uh, of what you can do. Okay, so there's regular Finn Balor, Super Saiyan. I mean, that's Super Saiyan regular Goku. And then there's Demon Finn. Yes, that the is Demon King. Yeah, that's Super Saiyan mode. And then you have Firefly Funhouse Bray Wyatt, regular, normal everyday dude. And then you have the Fiend superpowers. Yep, he's pretty much Super Saiyan three because you got the Swamp Bray Wyatt, which is Super Saiyan. Then you got Super yeah Super Saiyan two is the Fiend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And he has a and when when Bray, regular Bray Wyatt's in there, he's very beatable. He, he's yes. just a normal dude, normal rust wrestler. He no special recovery powers, no special speed, no special strength, none of that. Well, he is strong though. Again, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, he's a he's a big dude. He's he's got big dude strength. Yeah, he got that NFL linebacker strength with him. Yeah, so he's he is fully capable of beating. Uh, let's say. Cedric, or like who else? Who else would we say? Or like a like a I don't know King Corbin. He could beat somebody like that. But regular Bray Wyatt is not going to be able to beat somebody the caliber of Randy Orton. Yeah, uh, you never know. Maybe, but he's like it's hard to beat him because uh, like he's he can't use any of his superpowers. He he may luckily beat him, or he may not. Oh no no no! The fiend definitely could beat. Oh yeah, Randy the fiend's going to definitely. That's his ultimate transformation. That's the way Randy would beat Bray, him. But Bray, as just normal Firefly Funhouse Bray, yeah, no, Bray's he, yeah, he's going to struggle a little bit, which he did, which he did. Um, and I was going to say that ending to this match was pretty cool. So he ended with the RKO. Lights go off. Yeah, because he was in trouble. He's about to lose. <laughs> And, and what happens? He transforms. He went Super Saiyan 2 and just demolished Randy. 
Yeah, and then the lights go off. Now, this is something that they couldn't do. Like, you couldn't do that with a live audience. No. You couldn't do it. Yeah, that is completely staged because you have to be able to do the, the, the costume change and do all that sort of stuff. So that's pretty cool. That is, a, that is a pretty cool thing, and that's them taking advantage of the situation to give that character a more supernatural feel, I think. Exactly. Because they made Tricky be like, man, he changed so fast. Uh, I was like, I don't know if Bray's that fast at changing clothes. The miracles of TV editing. Exactly. Because he tricks you because he's like, nobody changes clothes that fast. Even though, you know, sometimes on a Saturday night when I take a girl out for dating, it'd be great if they finish that quick. But no, <laughs> that's not real life. <laughs> Just gotta, you got the uh, the Superman powers. You know how like he, he well, most people don't know. We were t- I was talking about it the other day. People don't know what phone booths are. Oh, my God. Those are ancient dinosaurs. How did they yeah. – Yeah, most people don't know what phone booths are. Superman used to change in a phone booth. Just to go in there, do a little turnaround, and then he's Superman. But, exactly. yeah, Bray Wyatt does not have that ability. Exactly. He's like Deadpool trying to do that when it was a murder in one scene. If you saw that one. He went yes, to- I did. Phone booth changed. Guy's dead. <laughs> it's longer than expected because that's real life. <laughs> yeah, that was – that was a good dig by Deadpool. That was a good shout out back to the uh, back to some of the original comic book movies. Yep, he put a little realism in there. <laughs> yeah, so this match is one I'm really looking forward to because you know Randy, <laughs> Randy is going to give you a really good uh, like a like a good performance. But Bray, I, I think ultimately because Bray has more to do uh, as far as I think Bray is going to eventually go against. Uh, Go against um, Kilt Guy. What's his name? Drew McIntyre. I guess a Kilt Guy. I was like, "This is another yeah. Kilt Guy." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think they're building towards that. If if I had to look at the trajectory of what they're doing, I think they're building Bray towards going after Kilt Guy. Yeah, Drew, Drew McIntyre, <laughs> the ladies' favorite wrestler. <laughs> yes, yeah. So. We have that. Now, let's go on to the uh, – all right, so we have the New Day once again going toe-to-toe with the Hurt Business. That is right. The Hurt Business, Kofi Kingston versus Shelton Benjamin. Yeah. Now, I was going to say, this is, this is a throwback. These guys have been going against each other for – like, like I was going to say, I was watching this in, on Raw back in 2008, 2009. These two were going at it. Yeah, I was still in high school when those two were still going at yeah, it. Isn't that, isn't that, isn't that amazing? Like, I was going to say, and it's still, I mean, they're still really good athletes, even though all this time has passed. Exactly. They still could go. They still, that's, a, that's, a, that's a sign right there. Fitness really works, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and Kofi hits Shelton with a thunder, uh, was a trouble in paradise. But not, not thunder in paradise. I was, gonna, yeah, I was going to go. I, was, I had Hogan on the brain. That's, that's, that's a different movie. <laughs> Yeah, I love that song for that show, though. The opening song was fire. I'm trying to remember how that song goes. Oh, my God. You got to look it up. Thunder in Paradise. You going to sing it? No, I, I can't. I don't, I don't know the words for it. All I, know is the, <laughs> all I know is the beginning, the Thunder in Paradise. That's it. Because uh, I'm about, about to sing it, but I, I'm going to do freaking, what is it, F- Hawaii Five O. We got to come back and talk some Thunder in Paradise at the end today. We'll, we'll get back to that. All right. So he hits him with the Trouble in Paradise. Knocks, and then, mm-hmm. no, I was gonna say, hits Shelton slap in the back of the head. Oh yes, knocks him out. Knocks him out. One, two, Knock- three, pins him. Mm-hmm. Then came Cedric Alexander, all angry. Yeah. Now, <laughs> what? Okay, 
So, normal circumstances, this doesn't happen. Match is over. We're going to move on to the next one. But Cedric gets out there and he calls him out. He's like, we're going to go again. Exactly. He called on Kofi. And Kofi was still injured. And, he, and you know, Austin and Kofi's like, you know what? We'll do it. We'll take you on again. They went in there, had a great match. But Kofi was weakened, so Cedric took him out. Yeah. Yeah, that's a little, <laughs> bit, little bit of protecting Kofi while you push Cedric. Exactly, because Cedric's going to be the main player of that group. Which is brilliant. Which is, I mean, I, I, give, I give writing credit where it's due. So that way, having, having Kofi fight two matches, you're not kind of devaluing Kofi. But having Cedric beat Kofi, you're kind of elevating Cedric. Exactly. You're pushing younger talent, which is supposed to do. Yeah, yeah, which is very cool with them to get that in there. And we're going to, we're going to see this uh, – I don't know. I I was gonna say these these two components, like Cedric Cedric is by far probably the best athlete in there. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So he he would be excellent. Him and Kofi are two tables, liars, and chairs. Like like that match is made for them. Exactly, it's like perfect for them. So we're we're probably it hasn't been announced yet, but we we're we're gonna get this at tables tables, liars, and chairs. Oh, yeah. I totally would like to see this in the tables last in the chair match because you have to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So, um, after that, we have, uh, we have Matt Riddle. Riddle. Riddle Bro. Yeah. With there, Bro Donuts. Talk, bro Donuts talking to everybody, offering donuts to Matt Hardy. That is right. I'm surprised he didn't Jeff. take Jeff Hardy. <laughs> oh, Jeff Hardy. He offers it to Jeff Hardy. He offered it to one of the Hardys. Because he went out with Jeff Hardy, but Jeff Hardy didn't want to take it. And he offered yeah, a Ricky Shane and Dana Brooke, but they don't eat carbs. Yeah. <laughs> he offered them a bro nut. Yeah, and they didn't want it. They're like, no carbs for us. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> so we have Retribution once again. Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> What's the game with Retribution? They're just a dying team now. Vince gave what? up. What you had to do from the very beginning is have them fight for title belts. Exactly. Just having them beat up everybody, then make them fight for titles, have them dominate. There you go. You put them over. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you can't have a group. Like, it's like if the NWO was out there and they were losing every week, you wouldn't have respected the NWO. No. Because they won't be a dominant fashion. You have them lose. Exactly. And they have way- – yep. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say, right now, don't they have way too many losses to for it to be saved? Yeah, it's too much now. You killed the they killed the gimmick. <laughs> so, do you think they're gonna break them up? Are they gonna have to down the line to make them singles competitors? Because it's just pretty much you just gave put them there, like, hey, there's nothing to do, so do this. Yeah, that's pretty much what you're doing. That's <laughs> like there's nothing for Mustafa Ali to do, any of them to do. So they's not, you could make them single stars, but they're not doing it. So Retribution loses to Dana Brooke and Ricochet. That's right. And Dana Brooke and Ricochet had a cool entrance too, doing those flips. Yeah. <laughs> so I you know it I, I don't know how many mixed tags you could make. Um, but that they they make a pretty good team. They do. They got a cool entrance coming out like superheroes. That's perfect. Yeah, so maybe maybe they could do did they have they already broke have they already broken up uh, the tag team with her and Mandy Rose? Is that already a done deal? You think? I have no idea what's going on I with that. Think, I think that's done. I think they're trying to make us forget. Like, oh, we changed our mind. They don't exist no more. 
Ah, WWE and their creative teams. <laughs> yeah, you just never know from week to week. They're, they have continuity issues. Um, they do. But they have to – once they, they – they have continuity issues in the middle. And at the top – the do. top is always, always fl- fluid. Yeah, because they got the top, but you got to get that middle. Yeah. Sometimes they got a beginning, but they don't have a middle. Speaking <laughs> of the top, all right. So we get into a to a handicap tag team match. That is right, with Miz, Morrison, AJ, and the and the Frankenstein big guy who's outside in the back versus uh-huh. <laughs> Drew and Sheamus, yeah. who are two big guys. <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it's not much of a handicap. yeah. They probably are like the. Like if you say what would be the the most formidable tag team on 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 any brand, it would be Drew and Sheamus. Exactly, they're best friends, Scottish and Ireland together. They're freaking dominate team, big jacked up guys. But this is a perfect mixture. Yeah, and Drew is making this kilt thing a full time deal. This is this is his thing now. Yeah, that's that's the thing. That's his new gimmick. I knew that was gonna happen. Kilt and Highlander <laughs> sword every week. Did, did Maggie have something to say about this again? Uh, yes. She had a kilt. My friend Maggie says kilt, 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 drool emoji, drool emoji, drool emoji, drool emoji, drool, drool, okay. drool, drool emoji. Okay, we get it. <laughs> we get it. You love Drew McIntyre. That, that, was, uh, that was the my friend Maggie says portion of the podcast. All right. Really, really over, overdid it with the drools, but okay. <laughs> So in this match, Morrison by far the best seller on Raw. Oh yes, because he has no Dolph Ziggler. He's on SmackDown, so Morrison took it. Yeah. So Morrison was in there just getting just thrashed and throttled about. The coolest move um, that I saw, which is a, which is a, it's more like because Drew's a big dude, but this was like a this was like a Big Show slash. Like, like, type move. He double suplex Miz and Morrison. Oh, yeah, because you got that's why it's like it's not like a real handicap match because you had two big men who could outpower you and who are fast. So I was like, this this is not fair either. After the double suplex, did a kip up. He did. I was like, dude, it's like these guys are athletic, big, and fast. Is unstoppable. That is, that is, that is some. Top tier athletic talent, um, which we haven't seen in a while. That that was that was a cool spot. I saw that and I was like, "How many people can do kip ups? Like the only the, like the most memorable kip ups I can do. Rock used to be able to do them. He probably can't do them anymore. But Sean did a kip up. That was awesome. Oh yeah, Sean, Rock, Drew, Sheamus now. Sheamus can do, do a kip up. Uh, I think he can. I want to say he can. Wow. I think he's athletic enough to do it. Daniel Bryan could do it. Morrison oh, could I know do Morrison it. <laughs> Morrison could do yeah, anything. There's nothing Morrison. Morrison is – yeah, he could break dance. He could sing. He could freaking slap a tornado. He could do whatever he wants. This guy is he's, he's un, unhumanly this athletic. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and Ricochet. Yeah, and Ricochet. You know, Ricochet could do it. Ricochet can do a standing backflip. Like a kip-up is nothing to that dude. He could do a sitting backflip. Yeah, this is a video where he sat down and he, and he just stood, just sitting position and did a backflip. 
How is this possible? So as we have uh, we have all this going on, there's there's some friendly fire between Sheamus and Kilt Guy, Drew McIntyre. That's right, Drew, Drew McIntyre. <laughs> there is a there's a little bit of an exchange of friendly fire. Uh, the most deciding portion was the bro kick to the face of, to of Drew. Drew. That is right. And they was like, oh, there we go. They're going to break up the friendship. Which leads, which leads to the phenomenal forearm from AJ Styles hitting on Sheamus. Yep. And they lost the match and went backstage. And they settled it like real Scottish and Irishmen do. They duked it out as good friends will do. <laughs> yeah, they did. They did. And he uh, – yeah, and they put one of the, the backstage staffers through a table. That's right. And they were like, all right, pints on you, but Drew doesn't really drink anymore. But I was like, all right, they're friends again. That's how, that's how the Scottish and Irish sell the differences, guys. They just duke it out and have a beer afterward. Yeah, yeah. They do. They do. Well, this- <laughs> so, so they're back. They're still friends. Um, we're all good with each other. That's right. Is that PB out here in the background, too? Ticey Pop. Ticey Pop. He has some, some comments, too, I see. My – my pup, Ticey says. That's right. He's going to be his match. All right. So, as we progress through the night, we also have Bobby Lashley versus Jeff Hardy. Yep. Crossbones versus Jeff Hardy. <laughs> and Jeff, I was going to say, this is, this, is kind of like a, this is kind of like a setup. I think Matt Riddle is obvious. Matt Riddle is going to get into a thing with Bobby at some point. Um, because on Brock yeah, Lesnar, so MVP MVP comes down there to, to interfere. Here comes Matt Riddle or Riddle down there to help him out, and they kind of get into it. Bobby overpowers them both, but I would like to see that. Those are two two MMA former MMA guys, um, who would put on a different style of match, and they've never gone one on one, in my knowledge. No, they never did. This would be a great match because there's no Brock Lesnar. I know Bobby wanted it, but you got Matt Riddle. You could do stuff Just with him. Just as good, almost. Yeah, you guys are MMA fighters. You guys know what to do. <laughs> Matt Riddle's growing on me now. Yeah, he's, got, he's got some pretty good skills. <laughs> yeah, I just like his bro. like the way he says things. Bro. <laughs> yeah, the way he's that bro nuts and you're like, I'm not your bro. Aw. I, I was like, I was like, oh. I got yeah. into this now. Yeah, he's working. <laughs> he's putting some work in. So hopefully he'll get a uh, he'll he'll get a match. At, I don't I don't. But you know it's weird. I don't see Bobby and him doing a tables, lies, and chairs. They just don't. They're not tables people. No, they just gonna duke it out the old fashioned yeah. way. So we might get that at uh, Royal Rumble. Yeah, Royal Rumble, or maybe sooner. <laughs> yeah, or hey, wait, is Royal yeah. I can't. I, you know. Okay. I can see is like uh, is Bobby. Bobby might drop the title so he can maybe go after the world title again or put get into a world title picture by winning the Royal Rumble. Maybe. Maybe they could do that. I don't know because they they originally were trying to do Brock and Bobby a while back, but that kind of fell yeah, through. I don't think so, uh, I don't think Bobby is. Going, I mean, I don't think Brock is coming back anytime soon. But that, no, he's still holding. Yeah, never money. say never though. <laughs> If they get like the thing is, the longer you sit out, the more valuable you become. That is right, because he knows how to deal. You know, haggle with money. 
because he's a top, you know, top commodity. Yeah, he knows what yeah, to do. He fully understands his value and what he brings to the company. So he's going he's gonna to do what's in yeah. his best interest. And That's- the higher that AEW's ratings get, the more likely that they're going to pay him his money that he wants. Oh, yeah. Lesnar's not no uh, old school with the contract. He's not going to put put all Scotty Pippins and sign a contract no, with little money. He's not going to do that. He's going to get. He's going to max. He's going to maximize his uh, his contract when, if when or if they they come back and talk to him. That is right, because Goldberg's coming back. Yeah, yeah, I did hear that. So, so what's the news on Goldberg? So they're they're in the talks now. They said, "Well, if the Rock can do WrestleMania, we got Goldberg to take on Roman." That is interesting. So that was the match that was supposed to happen last year. Yep, but COVID and and you know not risking Roman's health, they're yeah. not going to do it. <laughs> That's for good. So this is the chance. So it's down to Rock and Goldberg. Yep, because if they say the Rock's movie schedule is too busy and he can't do it, they say we got Goldberg. Oh, if he does rock that show, they have Goldberg do something well, else. let's see. The WrestleMania is in March or April. I think April. That might be cutting it close. Yeah, because that's what they worried about. Because <laughs> he has Black Adam that yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> so that that might be cutting it a little bit close. But we, we'll see. Maybe maybe he can get in there and do something. I don't know. Uh, that's what they keep in Goldberg, just in case. Get him ready. So, of all the things that happened on Raw, probably the coolest thing was mm-hmm. the three was a three on three match with Morrison and Miz. Still no cash in, but it's it's up in the air. So it's looming, yeah. it's looming Rick. over everybody's head that that might happen. It was actually up in there because Drew threw the briefcase and took Man, up the LD did he, board. Did you see how far he threw that briefcase? I know. I was like, damn, Miz got to catch that pass, but he wasn't able to catch uh, it. I, he like the I was like, last I didn't night. know how much was free. I was like, either that briefcase is really light or he really knows how to throw briefcases. I, I think yeah. it's a little both. Yeah, that, was a, <laughs> that was a very nice throw. That was a very deep throw. That's right. I don't and if you now know Miz can't catch no, a pass. He cannot. He cannot. <laughs> he did he did not he did not get under that one and get to it in time. That's right. He pulled the uh, 49ers yeah, last good. night. They were not good last night. Yes, they did. Miz had to had to do something like that. He's like, I couldn't catch this. Sorry, guys. The LD board caught it. I wonder. If, I wonder if that comes out of his check. I don't know. I'm not. Uh, Vince loves Drew. Oh no, I'm talking about well. out of Miz's check. <laughs> oh, that yeah, you can't get like, the pass. <laughs> it's on you. Case, I thought you're an athlete, Miz. <laughs> I thought it was too, Vince. So now we go to uh, – so now, that, that's the end of Raw. We have made it to the end of Raw, and we are looking forward to the SmackDown coming up on Friday. SmackDown NXT and an interesting AEW well, well, coming we have, up. I, I mean, I didn't watch it because I don't have access TV, but Kenny Omega was on uh, TNA today. I did. I watched the last segment at the end. He'd come in his private tour bus and cut an interview. In oh, the bus. he cut it in the bus. <laughs> yep, he did not come oh, to the arena. <laughs> that that's that is a cop out. That's a cop out. 
star. He was like, I'm not coming out of the, into the How, did they, how are they going to do that to people? So you advertise all week. Well, okay. So they're built. So they're obviously building to something, but they didn't want to give it away on the first day. Okay. I got that. Fine. Fine. Yeah. Well, I know what they're building for because the guy who will help Kenny win the match, his contract is expiring with TNA. So he might be going to AEW. Hmm. And they got a trade-off, too, because I heard Carl Adams and Luke Gallows are going to do an appearance on AEW for one match. Is that coming up this week? or? Uh, I'm not sure yet. They didn't, they didn't like, book it yet because they're doing, like, a part-time, you know, working relationship with TNA right now. Yeah, so we'll see what happens that's with that one. something to look out for. All right, so before we get to the question of the day, let's go to Thunder in Paradise. Yeah. Thunder in Paradise, Hulk Hogan, and uh, what's the other guy's about? name? <laughs> what was it about? I can't remember. It's been so long. Okay. I think Tubbo was in there, but it was another guy, um, wasn't there? Was it Brutus? Th- was it Brutus? I know Brutus I can't was remember. on the show. Yeah, he was on the show. This is so long. I was like, I don't know. What was okay, like seven so Thunder Paradise, pa- for those who don't know. All right, Thunder Paradise, Hulk Hogan left the WWE. He quit. He retired. From WWE. He was like, I'm done. Yep. I'm done wrestling. I'm going to be a movie star. Hollywood loves me. I'm going to go do the show called Thunder in Paradise, which was pretty much Knight Rider on the water with a boat. Boat was really nice as a scarab. People who don't know, scarabs are speedboats. Very fast. Very armor plated. Very Knight Rider-ish like the car, like the Trans Am. So Hogan, like so Hogan was the star of the show. There were always wrestlers on the show. Like, I remember Sting was on an episode. Um, there, were, there were a handful. I think, uh, I think Ric Flair might have been on, the epi- on an episode once. So, Hogan was trying to be an action star, but it had a very good theme song. And it, it eventually was the reason why Hogan went to WCW, because they were filming that show on the same lot. They were taping WCW across the street. They were. I didn't. I heard something like that. I didn't know yeah. it was true or not. So Eric Bischoff would go over there every single day and talk to Hulk, and he eventually convinced Hulk to come to WCW. He did. I was like, I was surprised. That's not probably how he did. I didn't even know that that happened. Yeah. So that's <laughs> how long. I think. Was. I think the show. <laughs> I think the show was probably on the on the air maybe one season. It was like a, it was a, it was like like back in the back in the eighties early nineties. Um, the cartoons would run, and then at the end of the cartoons, there would be like a live action show like Baywatch or Thunder in Paradise. Yeah, because they kind of run, they kind of similar. It's like it's like Baywatch and Night yeah, Rider mixed it together. Was, it was. I love the show. Uh, I, as a as a kid, I don't know. I don't know how it hold up. I I watch an episode for next podcast, and I'll tell you how it how it holds up. Yeah, because what year was that when it uh, came it had out? Had to be early nineties. Had to be like. Had to be like yeah, 91, 92. It might have been it might have been 89 and just in reruns in, in the early 90s. Yeah, because I remember watching a little bit of that. Cause I gotta be reruns when I was watching it then. Cause I because it was if it was 91, I was three. <laughs> so I was thinking. But that was a great show though. It was like I saw a couple episodes. I was like, I'm surprised they didn't do like a second season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I wouldn't mind watching it. He should do it one more time right now. All right. So it was 1994. 
Nineteen. Okay, so it wasn't that. Yeah, yeah it wasn't that. No, I wasn't young, but you know. So that's where. Okay. See, I could see it like they're doing a reboot of it nowadays because they're doing a lot of reboot movies. So I can see them doing it now. With John Cena. Oh my God! I, I well, yeah, I can see John Cena yeah, doing John this. John Cena would be a good uh, Thunder in Paradise dude. Yeah, yeah. He only needs to get the blonde hair, put the wig on. Oh, Chris Helmsworth, since he's playing Hogan, he might he we'll could do, do it as well. Well, there might be, but you know what? There, honestly, <laughs> this movie, if it does his entire career, it'll probably go through when he quit WWE and did Thunder in Paradise at some point. Ah, uh, yes. Because if it's a documentary in Hogan, they're going to have to do it. <laughs> All right, so what is the question uh, or questions of the day? Okay. Who do you think had the best physique of of WWE, of the whole WWE ever? It's like you could pick any, you know, genre, generation, or whatever uh, year. Ultimate Warrior. I would say Ultimate Warrior probably had the best physique. He is a former Mr. Georgia, so he won – he won a bodybuilding show um, before he became a professional wrestler. So those, I would say those people who kind of come from a bodybuilding background, um, your John Cena's, your Batista's, uh, Ravishing Rick Rude was another one. But I would say Warrior because Warrior was just – that was just crazy. War, Warrior's physique was just, just – it's just – you just don't see it – was, it was freakishly – just ridiculous for that time. That was because he was a, as a freaking nature built up like that. Because Hogan was big yeah. too, but he not literally like looked like he could do like the Olympia at any time. Oh yeah, he was he, he was a chiropractor at Life yes, University yes, too yes, down he here. He graduated. He's on the alma mater. If you look look him Jim, up, Jim. Jim, <laughs> uh, what's it? Jim Helwig is his name. Yes, Jim Helwig. He also got kicked out of Coffee's gym a long time ago too. He he was Starting a fights. he was a very very wild person who who, who had yes, a very he, hot temper. He did like he he was a guy who just could get mad at anything. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like for yeah for me I have to go round yeah, with Rude though. Yeah, like Rude, Rude, Rude definitely was somebody who like like I was gonna say of that era. Of that particular era, those those dudes who worked at, who were in that era were almost like everybody was bodybuilder type. Oh yeah, because you got different athletes and stuff. But everybody like that area, like nowadays, is different because you got CrossFit and a bunch of stuff. But back then, everybody did bodybuilding because that was the thing to do to put on muscle and stuff. Because there was no CrossFit, there was no what other stuff that's out there. There's no other stuff like that. Just bodybuilding. Lex Luke, oh yes, we forgot about Lex. Thunder in Paradise. Let him let him hear a little bit more. All right. Yeah, the kicking of the beat. Paradise, Thunder, Paradise. Sorry, Terry Hulk Hogan. And you paid a price. <laughs> this will now be on my workout playlist. <laughs> that is that is some great early nineties rock. That is that's the 
That is early 90s theme rock. That is a, nothing gets better than early 90s theme rock. Nothing beats it. <laughs> How Dwayne Johnson was able to have a career after this show came out and they saw wrestlers act for the first time is beyond me. Yes, it is. They're like, this is wrestlers? <laughs> Ron was able to break through and survive somehow. Yeah, he, he did. He, Hulk Hogan did open a lot of doors because uh, he was, as far as WWE goes, he's probably still the most recognizable. Actually, no. Rock's the most recognizable. But he is the person who kind of kicked down that door and said, hey, you know, wrestlers can do other things outside of wrestle. Yeah, because he was recognizable at that era, in that time. That, yeah. Now you got a bunch of new people around. They won't really know the show or him. Yeah, they don't. They don't. I'm going to do it. Tweet The Rock and say, you're going to do Trouble in Paradise. <laughs> have, Thunder. He did Thunder. Oh, he did Thunder. Thunder. Got like, damn it, now you got to mix it up. Thunder. I don't think... I don't think he. I don't think he can do Kofi's move. Uh, I mean, Thunder in Paradise. I have a thing about Kofi now. Rock to do Thunder in Paradise because he did Bay this. Yeah, <laughs> and I will be his full star because I came up with the idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that is a uh, that is a very interesting. Uh, that'd be very interesting. I, I'd have to go back and watch it. I don't remember too much of like like what type of crime he was fighting or what he was doing. I just remember the boat. Yeah, he is rides around in a boat trying to solve crimes and different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have to we'll have to do a deep dive into or not of the <laughs> of Thunder in Paradise. We just felt the theme song there. They go. They gonna want to hear this now. That's a, that's a good question right there. What early nineties or eighties reboot reboot show would you like to see? There you go. And, uh, oh. For me, Night Rider. Night, I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> Night Rider is a show that I mean, if you, it is the quintessential show of the '80s. Talking Trans Am writes itself. I, I I just can't think of a more of a more appropriate '80s. There's nothing more '80s than Trans Ams and talking cars and people knowing absolutely nothing about computers and how they work. Exactly, because we had talking cars at that time. People think that was going to be the future. Yeah, yeah. Nobody, nobody knew in the eighties. Nobody knew what. Nobody knew how computers worked. No one, no one, no one had any idea of what the capabilities of a computer would be, or what they actually did. And Kit was a Kit was um, artificial intelligence. That's what he was. That's what the car was. It was a automatic intelligent car. Exactly. And people think, like, because look at Terminators. People think they were going to turn on us and kill us all. <laughs> that still might happen. Yeah, that might actually happen still. <laughs> Hopefully, we won't be around for this. <laughs> and well, another be Airwolf. If you ever remember that one. Oh, yeah, I loved Airwolf. Yeah, Airwolf would be another good remake. Airwolf always had a, I always joke, like, Airwolf had a distinct advantage over everyone. He was a military-grade attack helicopter going against normal criminals who did not have the income to fight against a military-grade helicopter. Exactly. What you gonna what you gonna do to it? Thing? It'll shoot one missile and kill it all. That's yeah. the end of the show. <laughs> yeah, you ha- you have missiles. You have missiles. But and also another uh, one of the greatest um, remakes that didn't get a sequel was the A Team movie. It was great. It did. It did not get a sequel to that one. Yeah. 
probably I was going to say one reason why, because you can't afford all those guys anymore. You can't put Liam Neeson and Bradley Cooper in one movie uh, with any type of budget anymore. They weren't they Liam Neeson was a big star, but Bradley Cooper was still on his way up. So Bradley Cooper, I would imagine, costs a pretty good amount of money to get now. Yeah, exactly. That, that, that's going to be a very expensive budget. <laughs> unless, unless you're going to take out a loan out the bank, you're trying to pay all these guys. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Brad, Bradley Cooper is tied up doing, uh, well, he's about to do Guardians 3. Ah, yes, and, Guardians 3. And Liam Neeson is probably going to be family in Taken 16. Oh wow! Taking sixteen, <laughs> wow! They can just do those movies forever. Yeah, he's make a bad killing on that At one. At some point, you got to stop messing with Liam Neeson's family. Exactly, because what is enough is enough. What are you gonna do? Kidnap his dog? Yeah, he's That's gonna. Yeah, he's sense. gonna. He's gonna come after you, no matter no matter what the no matter what the circumstance. Exactly, you kidnap my dog. I'm killing you. You're going. <laughs> I'm gonna find you. I'm gonna literally do it with my bare hands. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Since yeah. we're looking at old shows, there's some show I never heard of, Megzone 23. Meg- Megazone. Megazone 23, 1985. Something came up. <laughs> um, I have no idea what this is. <laughs> yeah, doing deep doing dive. 80s television is is like nothing else. It, it is bizarre to see what people thought would be happening Exactly, because nowadays you don't don't know not don't know about them. Th- oh, you know, you know how we were talking about Transformers the movie. Yeah, um, the one with the soundtrack. Yeah, that movie takes place in two thousand five. What? Yeah, that movie takes place. Yeah, the thing for that movie, that movie came out in nineteen eighty five, and it takes place in two thousand five. Wow, I didn't. Oh, that's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's it's twenty years in the future is when that movie takes place. Wow, <laughs> I want to see what it, what what it would look like in two thousand five again. I want yeah, to go back. Yeah, and this we, is my chance. We have no, we had, we had no <laughs> idea what, what was coming. Uh, oh, another show I want to see get remade. Just popped in my head. Giver. If you ever remember that old animated show from uh, I think Japan or China. But Giver? No, it's Giver. It was also they did two movies in the early nineties. Giver. Or Gulliver. No, it's Giver. Giver. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, it's almost like um, it's like an animated show, but they made it into two movies, which is pretty cool because you get this alien suit and it comes out of his neck and he fights like evil monsters. Huh. All right, I, I got to check that one out. I I would love to see it. the second one was my favorite. All right, I got to brush up brush up on that. Is it subtitles or real or or, or English? It's in English. You could probably get it in Chinese or Japanese too, but you can get it's in English. Okay. All right, I'll have to check that out. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> we did uh, – now, I was going to say, we haven't done an episode of Clang and Bang in a while, but I'm glad we didn't do it this week because the gym that, that I go to, the lights were out the entire workout on yesterday. I saw a picture of that. What did that – was Taker there? Yeah. <laughs> they, were, they were paying homage to The Undertaker and his uh, – at his uh, retirement, so they were like, in honor of Undertaker, we were going to have the lights off today. 
We actually did that at my gym. That happened like last year where the light went off for, for like a few hours. <laughs> now, here's the thing with this. This is, only, this is the only situation that I've been in that I could say this. Because I'm so familiar with that gym, I can, I can navigate with the lights off. <laughs> That's I know where you've been there too long. <laughs> yeah, I know where everything is. So to, for me, I was like, I can just walk around. And I, as long as I'm not bumping into people, I was fine. I could, I could navigate the whole place. <laughs> I can't believe it. I was like, as we were thinking about doing it, we we're going to do it Friday or this weekend, clang and bang. But hopefully they had the power back by then. I hope so. <laughs> oh, my God. It's time to do it. I mean, that would have been interesting, clanging back, though, in the dark. Yes. <laughs> that would definitely – it added to the – that's for sure. That's right. I probably would put do, do like an old 90s thing, put sunglasses in the dark. or wear sunglasses in the dark. <laughs> All right. Let's get to our Instagram. That's right. Let's get to the new viewers. All right. So we've added a couple people this uh, this week. So we got USPC Indiana. All right. Good powerlifting team. Got a company. <laughs> Bo for president. Bo. Mixtape 108. What's up, Mixtape? Chiefs Nah. Chief Nah, what's up? One dash one, two, three, four. All right, numbers like math. Welcome to the team. <laughs> we appreciate every single one of you. Thank you for following us on Instagram. That's right. Tell everybody about us. Tell everyone. Email. Text them. Tell them. Bang in the Canyon podcast is the hot new thing on the show podcast world. Yes, <laughs> and we're gonna try to get you a couple more episodes. This one you're getting two within. 72 hours or maybe a little bit more than that, but two pretty close. So hopefully we'll have the next one out to you very, very shortly. Um, but yeah, thank you everybody who listens and for subscribing and writing in and joining the IG and doing all of that stuff that keeps us motivated to keep doing it. That's right. This is, this is always fun for us. And if you guys got questions, let us know. Let us have them. We want to answer questions here. Don't let us just think of it. <laughs> and also a shout out to the good people at BAMF Hammer, uh, www.bamfhammer.com. Uh, they're yep. taking orders on new hammers up until December 15th, so get them in. That's right. Get your hammers now. Why are you waiting? After this podcast, you should go right now and order one. And also, <laughs> also thank you to Anchor FM, who distributes this podcast to uh, Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify. Mm -hmm. All over the podcast world. That's right. Thank you to them and let us do our thing on here. All right. So, anything else you would like to add, Blake Beretta? That's it. We just like to thank everybody for subscribing and don't forget to check out the Clang and Bang YouTube channel. We will have new episodes hopefully this week coming up. And tell everybody about the Instagram page, Banging and Clanging, and subscribe, like, share, comment, tell the world about us. All right, so this is banging and clanging, and we'll catch you on the next episode of the exciting world of banging and clanging podcast. Goodbye.